magic happens when you're in a room with other women facing the same challenges. From Smashing the Plateau, I'm David Schreiner-Khan with Going Solo. In this show, we discuss building your own successful business after a long career as an employed professional. Today on episode 113 of Going Solo, I'm speaking with the co-founders of Evolve Me, Judy Schoenberg and Linda Lautenberg. Judy and Linda found navigating a career transition to be isolating, Linda returning to full-time employment after an 18-year break, and Judy as a career pivot from a national nonprofit. They launched Evolve Me as a way to help mid-career women kickstart their career transformation through curated programming and support from each other. If you're facing or have faced a mid-career transition, you'll want to listen to their nuggets of wisdom. Stay with us to hear all the details. I believe everyone should have the opportunity to do what they love and get paid what they're worth. On my podcast, I've interviewed hundreds of successful entrepreneurs many of whom run consulting or coaching businesses. We've created a free ebook with 49 actionable steps from 49 of our popular episodes to help you smash the plateau in your business and your life. It includes tips to help you with your mindset, relationships, business development, and productivity. You can get your copy of 49 Tips to Smash Your Plateau at smashingtheplateau.com tips. That's smashingtheplateau.com slash tips. Now let's welcome Judy Schoenberg and Linda Lautenberg, the co-founders of Evolve Me. Welcome both of you to the show. Thanks so much, David. It's great to be here uh, with Linda. And we are, yes, co-founders of Evolve Me, which is a career growth company for women in midlife transition, a very timely topic uh, right now during the great reset that we're all in. Um, Linda and I are actually career reinventors ourselves. I'm a career pivoter after a long career in the nonprofit sector. I was 15 years at Girl Scouts of the USA, had a wonderful career there, and I was approaching 50, and I said, what's next for me? I took a leap a few years ago and left there, Googled around, trying to figure out what my next chapter was going to look like, and stumbled upon and a startup actually that was working with women um, looking to return to the workforce in social impact and went into that program. And Linda was in that program uh, a few months after me and, and we met there and we, our stories are, are very different. Linda is a career returner um, herself. She had a robust career in the finance sector and um, returned to work with me as a social entrepreneur after an 18 year break. Um, raising her family, her three children. And we now are together uh, paying it forward and giving women in career transition in midlife the tips and the tricks that we wish we had when we were making our own transitions a few years ago. You know, it's it's really easy to be kind of throwing resumes out there and looking on job boards, but without uh, the structure and the tools and the community, really. It was, um, it was a really isolating process for both of us. You can flounder around for years, and we don't want that for women now. So we're paying it forward. Linda, how was it for you, given the fact that you had an 18-year an hiatus from the professional work that you had been doing? How was it for you to think about making your own pivot and meeting Judy? 
So thanks. And first of all, thank you, David, for having us. This is um, really exciting. I'm a big fan of your show. We both are. So yeah, I mean, I had taken, I never envisioned taking a break from the workforce. And when I did, it was really because we moved out of the city. I was working on Wall Street. So I kind of moved away from my job and I thought it was going to be a temporary break. And then one thing led to another. And all of a sudden it was 18 years later and my oldest child was getting ready to go to college. And I realized that I had been really busy doing a lot of things, but I'd kind of neglected my my career. And the only thing that I really knew when I thought about it was that I did not, I had enjoyed my finance career at the time, but I was a much different person now, 18 years, like just being a mother and being involved in my community. I just, I was looking for something a little more purposeful in my life. I also wanted to find something where I had a little more control over my over my time because I still had a family that to take care of that was very used to having me around. So I realized that I had not spent any time thinking about what it was that I would even like to do. And that's really where I was stuck. And I spun my wheels for a good three years for a while. I thought maybe I'd be a teacher. I would be a fashion merchandiser. I I went down a few different paths, but I really, really felt stuck. And so when I did stumble across this program that Judy mentioned for women looking to return to the workforce, I was really excited because what I realized I needed was some other women to go through this process with, to stop going around and around in my head. And so it was through that program that I realized that this was really what I would be good at was helping other women not be stuck in the same situation that I had found, because I think this is fairly common for women that have taken a break really for any reason, whether it's caregiving for children or parents or any any number of reasons. Right. And in actual fact, when you're trying to make a major transition, trying to do it on your own without having any kind of support can be very daunting. I know that, um, you know, on, on my shows, we talk a lot about making the transition from employment to entrepreneurship, which if you're staying in the same discipline seems fairly straightforward. As a matter of fact, it's a transition I made. 15 years ago. And in terms of the actual work that one does, it is fairly straightforward, but the way in which one does it is is quite different. When you Mm -hmm. suddenly have to run your own business, you have to do all the business development, the marketing, the sales. Uh, Many people have never had any responsibility for marketing (laughs) and sales before. You need to change your, your approach and the way you describe what you do from something about yourself to language that is really about your clients because your clients don't care about you or your business they want they have their own problems that they want solved and if and if you're going to be able to sell to them you have to be able to to get them to understand that um, that you're there for them so it's a it's a very there, there are a lot of differences between doing the same kind of work for your for an employer versus doing it in your own business so i want to um, talk a little bit about you know, both of you were looking to make changes in your careers, but you ended up creating something as opposed to just changing your own careers and, and doing something where you either worked for someone else or you were in your, your own business. You actually created your own business around helping others do what you were trying to do, which seems mm-hmm. like a, a pretty big step. Yeah. I mean, I'll take this one uh, to start. Um, and this is me- Judy speaking. Yes, this is Judy. For me, uh, you know, I had spent so much time really focused on women and girls 
leadership development and immersed in, in research and program development and marketing and branding for another company. And I wanted to leverage all that I had, you know, amassed all the, you know, the insights and the experience I had with, you know, working directly with women and girls um, and also, you know, the research and, and use it in a new way. And so, you know, I thought about continuing on the linear track. So I thought, well, maybe I could be an executive director at a small, you know, smaller nonprofit. Girl Scouts is, you know, a major kind of corporate nonprofit. And I went down that road and I said, you know what, I, I don't think that I can do this job, but I don't feel inspired to do this, these jobs right now. I don't want to do these jobs. So the question became like, whether just because you can do it, for your next chapter, whether that's something that you want to be committing to. And at the end of the day, I, what I, you know, when I sat, you know, at the end of my tenure at Girl Scouts, you know, looking at job boards, looking at postings and, and position descriptions. And I was like, I know I can do all these jobs, but I've done these jobs already. I want a new challenge. I want to grow. And I, at the end of the day, what I really was searching for, and I didn't know it until Linda and I started Evolve Me was more creativity more of an opportunity to kind of get those creative juices flowing and take ownership of my career in a way that I wasn't, you know, quite capable of when you're, you know, working for, for another organization or, or company. So the having the autonomy, the opportunity to, to exert my creativity, Linda and I now do, you know, I started at Girl Scouts as a researcher writer, and I thought that I was kind of done with writing. And now I've taken to writing in a whole new way, as you said, you know, really um, writing in the voice of our customers and being empathic to their needs. And I've rediscovered my love of writing through our entrepreneurial endeavor. So that's something that's been, you know, a give back to me. But it, it is, it is, you know, take a whole new orientation to go from employer to entrepreneur, you know, in terms of like, all the structures are not there that that I was used to for you know for 15 20 years and so to re be recreating those is exciting but also you know also daunting the good news is that Linda and I work so well together and our skill sets are so complementary so for starting a business like I can't imagine you know doing it with anyone else so I'll let Linda take it away now if she has things to add yeah, I, I was thinking about that this this morning, and and really, so Judy and I did ended up being tapped to as contractors to do some work similar to what we're doing for Evolve Me, and that's how we found out that we worked so well together. But when that contract ended and the startup we were doing it for really switched directions and wasn't focused on women anymore, I think the impetus for starting Evolve Me was really that we really felt that what we were doing needed to be out there in the world. And that was supporting women, other women like ourselves in midlife that were finding themselves stuck and they were at a point of transition in their lives and they needed a next chapter, whether that be starting their own business, you know, launching a venture, returning to the paid workforce, you know, making a career change. It just, it was a need that we felt that was out there and we felt compelled to fill it. We never really set out, I don't think, to be entrepreneurs. I certainly didn't. But as Judy said, it it worked so well because we really worked so well together because Judy had all that um, programming background and the love of writing. And I found, and this is a good, um, you know, we always talk to the women we work with about looking at your transferable skills. What it turned out for me was it just from being a stay-at-home mom and doing a lot of different volunteer work and wearing so many different hats, 
I got really good at just figuring things out. So that that's really what I brought to the table. So anything that had to be figured out, like how do we start a business? How do we put it together? What technology do we need? What, you know, that's really what I've been able to bring to the table. And there is a lot of that to starting your own business is just, you know, just figuring it out as you go along. And we're in such a different place now this year than we were a year ago or, you know, or two years ago when we started. Yeah, there definitely is a lot of figuring it out. And and what's most important is to keep moving forward, keep taking steps, not to, not to hesitate. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I, we feel really lucky to be working together. I'm really impressed by people that, that do really go solo. I, at least for Judy's and my personality, it works well for us to tag team because what we've learned, and it really kind of mirrors also just career transition in general, is it tends to really be a roller coaster. So one day you will feel like, you know, you've got this and you're on top of the world and something has gone right. And it sometimes it doesn't take a lot, especially in early days. It doesn't take a lot for something to all of a sudden make you think, wait a minute, what am I doing? I can't do this. So it's great to be working with someone else, whether it's a business coach or your co-founder, you know, to just keep you, like you said, putting one foot in front of the other. And if you just keep doing it, you know, you'll doing the right thing, the next right thing, everything comes along. So let's actually talk a little bit about that, because I suspect that is part of what is at the heart of the need that you solve for your audience. Transitions are challenging. And for the most part, you are alone in your thoughts and your mindset, which is one of the hardest things. So to tell me a little bit about what you see as the major challenges for your audience of, of women that are trying to make major pivots. This is Judy again. We see, um, you know, the women that we work with, we're so fortunate to, you know, to work with highly experienced, credentialed, skilled women across all different industries. And it's amazing to see this one phenomenon um, is that most of the women that come work with us in our signature program, the Reinvention Collective training, um, have low confidence, right? Because they reach midlife and they've had success in the past, whether they are, you know, kind of feeling like they've been one in one industry for a really long time and they can't make a switch, or maybe they've been out of the workforce for a while and they can't even see themselves having a professional identity again. They feel stuck. They feel like I'm too old. You know, it's too late. My skills are not relevant. I have no idea of the technology of today. They are feeling like they can't really learn new skills. Um, a lot of what we uh, do with women too is, is to shift that mindset, help them shift the mindset to be about growth mindset that you can, you know, grow and develop at any age and stage. As Linda was saying, she's now, you know, from a finance background, she's now our, our CTO. Um, she's learned all the, the technology and, you know, really feeling like, you know, alone in their feelings, actually, like they're the only ones, you know, that feel this way. And we've seen, you know, this happen with women who were successful lawyers and, you know, finance professionals and design professionals and, you know, all the way up the chain from the most prestigious companies. And, you know, the thing is, is that magic happens when you're in a room with other women facing the same challenges and you know they can mirror your talents and skills back to you 
and help you see that you do have those transferable skills that Linda was talking about. And, and maybe, you know, you don't see it for yourself or you're, you know, only have done kind of professional development with people in your industry, like lawyers only talk to lawyers. But when you have, you know, someone who's very different from you saying like, oh no, I can see this in you, you know, you start feeling that again for yourself, that it's possible. And, and you start feeling more energetic about your transition and, and get kind of lifted up by the other women around you. And so this is um, happens time and time again. And, you know, the support that we provide for women, you know, offers kind of extends rather way after the program is over in those 10 weeks, um, they become kind of family for each other. So that's, that's, you know, wonderful to see because this process can be very daunting and, and very isolating and make you feel like, you know, you're the only one facing these things. In addition to changing one's mindset so that low confidence is overcome, what are some of the other transformations that happen? Um, A lot of women, they come to us, I mean, and I definitely can identify because I was certainly there. They know they need a change, but they they just don't know what it is that they'd like to do next. They just, and, and it's really hard when you're so busy, you know, anybody, men, women, anybody, like in your day-to-day work, it is really hard to take a step back and do that work and, and really try to figure out like, what am I good at? What do I love to do? What gives me flow? What would I like my day to look like? Um, what, what talents, you know, Judy was talking about, there were things that she was good at that she just didn't want to do anymore. So really taking a look at that clarity component. Those are the two things that we focus on first before we help, before anybody talks about resumes or networking. We get really drilled down on getting clear on what it is that you'd like to do, even if you're looking at maybe a couple different routes that you might go, and then getting that confidence and then being able to very clearly articulate what it is you're looking to bring forward into the world and what strengths that you have and what you're looking to do. Because once you have that, we really see then the people that we work with really light up and be able to move forward with so much more confidence and excitement and enthusiasm. And then that tends to translate then to the whole rest of the package into being, you know, much more engaged in their networking. And, um, and that's when we see results. So it's really the clarity piece and the confidence piece, those two together. Yeah. What kinds of results have you seen? Yeah. I mean, women in our community, you know, are, you know, getting uh, multiple job offers at, you know, coveted companies, full-time roles, part-time roles, freelance roles. They are feeling more comfortable just interviewing and making connections, you know, to begin with. Many of them have decided to start their own ventures and dip their toe into the world of entrepreneurship as well. So really, you know, as Linda said, getting that that confidence, that clarity. And the reason that they've had these results, too, is that they've spent some time on those pieces up front. Most people skip the, you know, that, that inner work, because that takes a lot of time and that takes a lot of energy, but when you're doing it with other people, you'll want to do it, you know, and then we go into helping them with their pivot pitch to be confident, to go out there. So with that, you know, when they're getting these interviews and these, you know, multiple interviews, like they feel more confident because they have their story 
in place, you know, and that's been really working and people are getting opportunities while they're in the training with us, which is, is incredible. And also great wins for the whole group, because, you know, we see a win for one woman, you know, in the training and in our community as a win for everybody. So that kind of keeps the momentum going um, and the spirits uh, lifted up as people go on their own journeys. Speaking of time, what's the typical time frame for someone to make a transformation where from the time they sort of walk into your doors until they are in a new role earning mm-hmm. money? So I would say that's an it depends. So we have some some it depends on on what it is they come to us looking to do. For instance, we had, you know, sometimes we'll have somebody come in and they were laid off and they've been out of work for a year and they're really looking to go into a similar inter- industry or they really kind of have that clarity piece already. They just need a repackaging and a confidence boost. Those are the women that oftentimes will land a role while we're still in the 10-week program. And we've seen that happen quite often. There are other women that come in that take a little bit more time to find their way just because they're really trying to work through that clarity piece. So they do the rest of the work, but it'll maybe be another six months out, three months, six months before they find their way, just because they're trying a few different things at once. And, and it's good to take that time to get it, you know, to get it right and feel comfortable. So that's, it's kind of a little, it's depends. We also have, it's interesting. We have some women that come to us that, have their idea for what they would like to do as more of an entrepreneurial venture. But in their mind, they need, you know, another good, I'd say, you know, maybe another five-year run of just solid employment. And I know I've heard people talk about this on your podcast. So we help them to repackage to get that next corporate job. But while they're doing that, they're kind of developing their side hustle into an income stream so that five years from now, they're ready to launch that and have that be their next, their next, next chapter. So we have women working like that as well. Yeah. Cause one of the things when you're going from employment to employment, if your employment ends, your employment income goes from hundred percent to zero overnight. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you go from, from unemployment back into employment, the day you start your new job, you're, income goes back up to 100%. Whereas if you start something entrepreneurial, it could be as long as several years before your income matches what you were getting as an employee. Right. Yeah. So we found, that's what we've found for some women that, you know, it's it's happened several times where they're, they, they use our program both to repack themselves because maybe they've been laid off or taken a career break, whatever. So use our program to repackage, to re-enter the workforce in a corporate setting, in a paid employment setting, but also, like I said, working on that side hustle also. So they're kind of on a double track and then setting up setting up their next, next chapter. And actually, it's it, it takes a little of the pressure off of the entrepreneurial part if you do have an income stream coming in. Yeah, for sure. Did you want to add something, Judy? No, Linda and I finished each other's sentences. So <laughs> she said next, next chapter. And I was going to say, yes, they talk about it as they're, they're planning at the same time for their second and third chapter or third act, um, you know, a, a parallel process. So she took the words out of my mouth, which is again, why, why we're partners. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to congratulate you both on tapping into a big need, figuring out how to provide something, figuring out how to work with each other, getting something off the ground that's brand new and that that is an entrepreneurial venture. 
now that you've been in it for a little while, where do you see this going? Judy, I'll let you run with that one. Okay, sure. This is Judy. You know, it's really exciting. Um, as Linda said, we're in a, such a different place than we were a year ago when we formally launched Evolve Me as a digital company. We started in person in New York City right before the pandemic. And now, you know, we ran four cohorts uh, virtually on our new learning platform last year, and we're going into this fall now recruiting, you know, for another cohort and we'll hopefully run for more this coming year. And where we see Evolve Me is we want to reach more women and we want to have an impact on more women having success, you know, in their next chapters. And part of that uh, process is really is, is developing partnerships. We are relationship builders at heart. And so we have developed some wonderful partnerships with companies that share our mission um, that we'll be launching this fall and this winter. And, you know, co-running programs and events with them to so that you know more women can know the opportunities that that we can provide for them. Um, I think that you know our our long-term play is that you know ultimately we'd love to, you know, we work with individual women and cohorts of women. And we know that just you know the landscape, and I'm sure you you would agree with this, David, like needs to change in the culture of uh, you know kind of the talent that women and men in midlife can bring to the workforce now is so needed. And, you know, we need experienced, skilled people, you know, in roles now to, to solve the, the hardest problems that we're facing, you know, as a society. And some of those skills and you know expertise only come from years of experience. So we are trying to elevate women in midlife as a future talent pipeline for companies. And ultimately, we'd like to be able to fuel that pipeline and have more partnerships with companies to be able to you know, provide that talent directly, but also to retain women. So we know that we're preparing women to go off you know, into companies and organizations, and we want them to have great experiences there. So ultimately, we see Evolve Me also helping companies, you know, as we're figuring out what this next wave of, of work looks like for everybody collectively now, um, being there to support women once they get the roles, right? How do we um, make sure that women stay or advance where they are? So helping women, you know, in, in companies, get, you know, get the promotion, negotiate the salary, maybe after a year or two somewhere figure, you know, say like, I'm ready to move on. How do I do that now? So a second relaunch or a second, a next, next chapter, as Linda was saying. So ultimately, you know, we are so happy that we can reach women across the country now, um, especially starting out, you know, as a, as a local uh, company in New York City. And we've even tapped into to women abroad. So it's, it's really uh, exciting what the next frontier can look like for Evolve Me. And, you know, we're just getting started. So Linda, anything you want to add? Uh, and probably a podcast in our future, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can talk about that as well. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank you both for coming on today. Is uh, if somebody wants to go deeper with anything you've shared, learn more, or access any resources you may have, where's the best place for them to go? Sure. So they should head to our website, which is evolveme.work, W O R K. We also have a couple of free resources on there that they can download to just kind of start working on 
both of the pieces that we've been talking about, that clarity piece, trying to be strategic about thinking about your next chapter, and also the mindset piece and trying to just kind of overcome some of those mindsets that stop you from taking that big leap, going solo or, you know, or finding another opportunity to another company. So those are both on our website, evolvedme.org. Great. And we will include those in the show notes. So um, my guests today have been Judy Schoenberg and Linda Lautenberg, the founders of Evolve Me. I want to thank you both, Judy and Linda, for joining us. Thank you so much, David, for having us. Yes. Thanks, David. This was great. When you visit the Going Solo website, you'll find a summary of each episode, along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today, we learned how to navigate a mid-career transition and much more. I believe everyone should have the opportunity to do what they love and get paid what they're worth. On my podcast, I've interviewed hundreds of successful entrepreneurs, many of whom run consulting or coaching businesses. And we've created a free ebook with 49 actionable steps from 49 of our popular episodes to help you smash the plateau in your business and your life. It includes tips to help you with your mindset, relationships, business development, and productivity. You can get your copy of 49 Tips to Smash Your Plateau at smashingtheplateau.com slash tips. That's smashingtheplateau.com slash tips. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.